This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It's a love Friday. Yes, known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Now, you heard that call from yesterday. We're not going to have Harry Oki today, but I did wear my Randy Watson Sexual Chocolate World <laughs> Tour that I bought ahead, that I got online from T Public. By the way, they have the best graphic T-shirts. T Public. Harry's voice not up the snuff, so we're going to delay Harry Oki on Love Friday until next Friday. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to wait next week. I'm working on my voice right now. I have to do countdown to college game day in the morning. I have four hours, four and a half hours today. Right. So I want to make sure I preserve my voice, my vocal cords. I've been mm-hmm. drinking a lot of, you know, hot water, lemon, yeah. honey, ginger root, trying to get back up to, you know, my normal style, Freddie. That's all. Right. You, you, you can't have Harry Oki if you got Harry laryngitis. That's not exactly. going to fly. There we go. There that is go. not going to fly. So we're, we're going to preserve the voice. But my throat, this. my throat, I have been giving my throat as much lubrication as possible. Pause. You knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's like you put it on the tee for Devin Pause. Kane. I'll do behind the scenes. And he just had to put that 350 yards into the fairway. <laughs> Two putt that bad boy. <laughs> That's getting clipped. Oh, <laughs> completely getting clipped. You're right, Mark Morales. <laughs> By the way, you get an extra bonus love Friday when it comes to Freddie and Harry until 7.30 tonight before the Rangers and the Mariners have added in Texas. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So that's that main thing, but it's not as good as this main thing. The main thing, the 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 main thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. The most disappointing thing about the Giants losing to the San Francisco 49ers last night, 30-12. to The 49ers now 3-0 and in the National Football League. Harry didn't go at Devin Kane and Shannon Penn, our two producers who are Giants fans, as much as I thought you were going to. I thought for sure this was going to be an endless, endless, endless savageness on the text chain last night, part of the Freddie and Harry show. But you kind of laid off Devin Kane. You kind of laid off Shannon Penn. What gives Harry Douglas that you let these two get away scot-free when you've been giving them the business now the New York Giants team is one and two after last night. Can I be honest? I You can be Harry. You can be honest. You can be whatever you want. I went to sleep on the airplane last night. That's why I spared uh, him. I, was knocked, I, I woke up. When I woke up, we had landed. I landed, just had landed in Chicago. Uh-huh. And I was like, when did I fall to sleep? Uh-huh. I don't even remember falling asleep. Yeah, fast out of the gate, falling apart at the finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the game on my iPad, and next thing you know, I'm, I am asleep. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the first half, okay. and I watched the second half this morning. Right. And Devin and, and Shannon, I would say, man, don't, don't feel bad. It, it, it's okay. Things are going to be all right. I don't know if it's going to be all right this year, but things are going to be all right at some point. Y'all had the luxury of making the playoffs in 2022, you know, Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that moment. So you're basically saying that season is over at one and two, that they're not going to make the playoffs. You're oh. trying to give them false hope. That's what that sounds like they, to they, me here, Harry. Freddie, I'm telling you, before the season even started, and Devin will tell you, mm-hmm. I thought the New York football Giants had no chance of making the playoffs this season. Okay. None whatsoever. Yeah. Because of their schedule. Their schedule is tough. It's, well, it's, not, it it's brutal. Well, put it this way. After dealing with the Cowboys defense in week one and the 49ers defense in week three, the New York Giants are going to face any defense on their schedule the rest of the year. That's going to be as tough as those two ruffians they had to deal with in the first week. Now, it doesn't get easier. 
They're playing the Seattle Seahawks, that game at home, then at Miami, at Buffalo, home versus Washington. We know they can play a little defense now that Chase Young is back with that football team, and home versus the New York Jets. Although I will say this about the Giants and the Jets, nobody thought we were going to have this kind of lost football season in that city. Then again, maybe we should have expected that because it's going to be a lost baseball season in the summer. Many people thought the New York Mets, my New York Mets, and the New York Yankees were going to be competing for the top of the headlines, getting into the playoffs, maybe a Subway Series, and then Drew Carey showed up with the wow kind of music. So we could be heading for a similar situation. I send my condolences, though, to the state of New York because, you know, the state wow. of Georgia doesn't have that problem right now. Georgia oh, Bulldogs, number Lord. one in the country. Oh, Atlanta Braves, best team in Major League Baseball. Oh, Atlanta Falcons, still undefeated, still 2-0. So, this is, this is I send my, my condolences. Yeah, this I send my fault. condolences to everyone in New York. I love y'all. See, my brother Tony Douglas played for the Knicks, so I have love for y'all. Trust me, mm-hmm. I, I do. But right now, it's just not that moment for any of your teams. Sorry. It, it, it ain't cool to be a false love prophet on Love Friday <laughs> on Freddie and Harry. That's what I'll say about that. But a guy who clearly understands how tough it could be is Daniel Jones, especially after last night. Yeah, we didn't we didn't create a rhythm. We didn't execute. Uh, didn't take advantage of our opportunities. Uh, certainly is a good defense. It's a good team. And so when you're playing good teams, you can't afford to can't afford to do that. Yeah, we didn't play well enough. That's the crux of the whole thing. We can try to say whatever we want. This was a pretty good ball game early on. The Giants did not take a step back. 49ers tried to jump on them early. The defense was playing not bad. Offense was trying to find a rhythm. But good teams always find a way that when you make a mistake, they're going to make you pay. That's what it comes down to. The Giants are who they are. Their margin of error is slim as a credit card. The San Francisco 49ers, their margin of error is as big as a recessed room full of kindergartners. That if something happens, it's not going to set that team back. Anything happens to the Giants, either on the field, injuries, whatever that is, their margin of error is so slim that that's the kind of team, and let's call it as it is, that when those things happen, they happen bad for them. When they happen to the San Francisco 49ers, they're too talented too well coached to have that knock them back, knock them off their grid, and keep them there because they're too good of a football team, one of the best teams, and not the best team in the NFL so far. Freddie, this is how I knew it was going to be a bad night for the Giants. When they were backed up into their own end zone and they tried to run a naked bootleg, when the Daniel Jones is faking the run to the left and trying to come back around and pass the football down the field, right? The tight end is supposed to be lined up close to the defensive end. Now, the defensive end is Nick Bosa. How in the hell do you forget to line up close to Nick Bosa? And he left too much airspace between himself and Nick Bosa. And Nick Bosa goes untouched I know. and sacks Daniel Jones. And I said to myself, what would make him think, even if he has a slam flat? Now, slam flat is where you, 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 get, on, you get on the uh, defensive end, one, two, three, then you go to the flat to give the quarterback an outlet, right? Right, okay. What made him think? that he was going to contact Nick Bosa from the distance and <laughs> where he was aligned at. That baffled me. And it told me everything I needed to know about last night. You see the ball at times hitting receivers and tight ends. And if right. you have an opportunity to catch it against the number one defense that was last year in the National Football League, mm-hmm. you have to do it. You can't have tip balls that goes for interceptions. Right. But on the defensive side of the ball for the New York Giants, when the San Francisco 49ers have tip balls, you got to intercept that football. You can't allow them to catch it and get a first down. When you have a chance to intercept footballs, you have to take advantage of it because you're already at a disadvantage before the game even starts. Didn't it go right to the player? 
Harry, yes, I agree with you, but it went right into the like his hands. Like, there's a level of luck there too. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Come on, I know man. you don't. I find think it's apparent. We well, can find a well, way. Can I, can, really? I, can I say this? Go ahead. Didn't, didn't Banks have an opportunity in the end zone to pick one off? Oh, and yeah, I understand. Yeah. The, and I understand yeah. the the, mm-hmm. the wide receiver and the tight ends for San Francisco did a great job of making a play and breaking the balls up. Pause. But if you oh. have an opportunity to catch that football and make a play for your defense, you got to find a way. 100%. I, I was just telling the guys behind the glass, I'm people are talking about the offense because it's Daniel Jones. I'm way more concerned about the defense. You should be now. Yeah. 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 I am way more yeah. concerned. I, I thought, if anything, that unit yeah. was horrible. Yeah. If anything, I thought that unit would not be the least of their problems. I thought that unit was going to get better and better because they got better exponentially as the season went along last year. So I'm thinking, yeah, you paid Daniel Jones' money. You got Saquon Barkley in camp. We knew that they were going to have offensive line issues. They upgraded things. They believed on the outside, getting Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders, then drafting Jalen Hyde from the third round. But I did not think we'd be talking about a Giants team that has given up 98 points in their first three games so far. Yeah, and the schedule has a lot to do with it. Cowboys early, San Francisco late, Cardinals in the middle, and they were getting the brains beaten out of them in the first half of that game. But you're, to the, to your point, you can have concerns about Daniel Jones or when Saquon Barkley is coming back or the offensive line. But in that division, you cannot play awful defense. And right now, the Giants' defense has been awful in the first three weeks. Well, I, honestly, last night watching that football game, I thought the New York Giants were allergic to tackling. <laughs> I, honestly, I did. When you have third and long, <laughs> wow. you're always you're taught. Ahead. When you have third and long, mm-hmm. th- there's a few things that the the offense wants to do. I would be alert for the screen game. I would be alert for the draw game. But when, when, when San Francisco started throwing these plays, these screens, uh-huh. just tackle the guys. Or Wink Martindale, we understand you love to send pressure. That's your M.O. But it's okay sometimes on third and long to say, you know what, we're going to keep everything in front of us and make the tackle and force San Francisco to punt. It's okay to do that at times. You don't have to send the blitz most of the time. It's okay. Also, Xavier McKinney, he's in a contract year. You, you, you got to tackle George Kittle. I understand it's not easy to bring down. Yeah, but, you got to make those tackles if you want to. If you want to yeah. be a top safety and get that top dollar. Yeah, yeah but Devin George Kittle, Kittle treated him like he was throwing somebody at a club. Yeah, at the but end it of the wasn't night. just Kittle. It was Debo like Samuel. A like a piss ant. Yeah, he looked at him and said, "The bar is closed. <laughs> you got to get out of here." As Don't far make as me that. bounce you anywhere else. <laughs> he bounced him. He bounced to San Francisco, to San Jose, the Fresno, to Sacramento. He bounced them all over the place. Are the 49ers clearly now the best team in the NFL? Let us know. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can use last night's barometer or their first three games. They are 3-0. Let us know right now on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Are the San Francisco 49ers the best team in the NFL at 888-729-3776? Tell the truth and shame the devil, too, when you call in. Well, tell the truth okay. and shame the devil. Well, let's tell the truth when it comes to two quarterbacks, when it comes to Daniel Jones who has not been as bad as people want to say he's been so far in the first three games. Let's also tell the truth about Brock Purdy, or as I like to say, Purdy. Brock Purdy. Mr. Because Purdy. he keeps eliminating those naysayers. He keeps quieting all those haters. And, yeah, it's a perfect, perfect mix for him, Harry. He's found the right kind of offense. Play action, run the football. You got a play call on Kyle Shanahan that knows how to dial things up for his quarterback and dial things up for his team even on a short week. The Giants were giving it to him a little bit. They made the adjustment. And then when you look up, Brock Purdy, 22 out of 30, 310 yards, no interceptions, no turnovers, two touchdown passes. Even the question is put to Bart Scott, Bartholomew Scott himself, from Barton Hahn at ESPN Radio in New York, 
if he had his choice between Daniel Jones and the New York Giants or Purdy, Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers, check out his answer, who he would take. Daniel Jones. You would. Can you would imagine Daniel Jones in that offense? Yeah. With his ability to stand the ball. You're talking about a quarterback that can't yeah, you talk about a quarterback that can't push the ball effectively 30 yards down the field. He's beating you, he's beating you with a jab. Right? Brock Purdy doesn't have the ability to, in the school in the skill set that Daniel Jones has. He nope. just listen, environment matters, Greeny. It doesn't I'm not gonna say that he's wrong because I can't even imagine what Daniel Jones would look like in that offense or what Daniel Jones would look like with the New York Jets offense. But that doesn't minimize what Brock Purdy has been able to do as a seventh-round pick, and he said a top-three pick the 49ers thought they believed in, packing to the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to Trey Lance. And I would say this, Freddie, any of these coaches, all 32 teams in the National Football League, when you have your quarterback go out there on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, whenever the hell they play, you want that guy to be the leader, not just of your offense, of your team. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy at a young age, young in his career, is doing that for the San Francisco 49ers, and he's orchestrating things and putting this team in positions to be successful. Did he have some mishaps early on in the game and his receivers and tight ends helped him out so balls didn't get picked off? Yes. You want to know when else I've seen that? I've seen that also in the playoff game against Seattle last year early on where he could have had, you know, a few interceptions here and there, but he persevered through those rough patches and followed it up with great games. And that's a part of football. You're not going to always be squeaky squeaky clean. You're going to have moments where you're not going to be your best, but how do you persevere and face that adversity and come back and still, you know, be in a good spot or put your team in a good spot? Brock Purdy, man, the way he's diversifying the football and getting the ball to guys, and a lot of people are saying, well, he's throwing screens, he's throwing this. It still has to get there. He still, <laughs> he still has to orchestrate things from the quarterback position. And the Giants last night and Wink Martindale decided that, you know what, this is a young cat, this is his second year, we're going to blitz the hell out of him. Brock Purdy stood tall up on that chair and said, bring it, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> he said, bring it. And he delivered for his football team. And that matters. That's why you hear the best offensive lineman in football, Trent Williams, you know, who throwing little jabs out there, little baby jab, I should say. That's why you hear him talk so fond of Brock Purdy and everyone else on that football team because it's, it's not easy to go in as a young player and be a leader on a football team that's already winning and people that already expect to be a contender year in and year out. Yeah, no doubt. So about for that. him to do that mm-hmm. and show show with his play that he is that dude for that football team, it's phenomenal to me. Yeah, Brock Purdy can say all you want about about blitzing him, and he's going to be thrown off his game. He's got an answer for that. You know, that's the risk that the defense is taking when they're blitzing. You know, we can capitalize on offense with some big plays, and so um, we had some stuff you know dialed up for what we were going to do when they when they did blitz. Um, but at the same time, like if you're not on point, then they're going to get you, and so. There was a couple times in the game where they got us, um, but at the same time, I feel like we were able to get a you know a couple plays here and there on their blitz and, and take advantage of it. So, and it's the adjustments because there are a few times where Debo Samuel or George Kittle was doing that motion, that short motion outside, like you see from Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. And they would go up five yards and run a, a, a under and go in, go inside. Right. And I seen the Giants kept jumping it. I said, "Ooh, I know at some point Kyle Shanahan gonna go with a double move." And I'll be dang mm-hmm. if Debo Samuel was the guy that ran the double move. So mm-hmm. it's in-game adjustments and understanding what the defense is playing. And I've seen a lot of times the defenders of the Giants playing a, a yard inside. That means it's man coverage. They jumping on whatever you you got quick coming out. So you make the proper adjustments, 
And that's what the San Francisco 49ers did. Hit us up right now on the Freddie and Harry hotline of the San Francisco 49ers for 2023. Don't bring 2022 or 2021. What's on the first three games, two, three games, the NFL season. Are the 49ers the best team in the NFL? Let us know on the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Bruce, in the city of brotherly love called Philadelphia. Bruce, what's your answer and why? Oh, Freddie and Harry, it's a pleasure to be on. A pleasure to have you I'm on. Answer, Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, no, it's a pleasure, man. You guys have a great show. Um, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys, honestly. I mean, if you just look at the metrics and the stats, they're out. They've given up one bad play this entire season. <laughs> um, and, you know, when I look at some of the deficiencies in the, uh, in the 49ers offensive line, they speak to the strengths of what the Dallas Cowboys have going on this year. That's if they played each other. But just looking at the two teams right now, um, I think the Dallas Cowboys are the strongest team. While Dak Prescott can't carry the Cowboys to where they want to go, he certainly can get in the way of it. And as long as he does his best Bill Sims impersonation, <laughs> I think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. And I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Well, they have the capability to do so. That's why we have circled October 8th when Dallas will take on San Francisco and San Francisco. It's Sunday mm-hmm. night game at 820 Eastern time. We're going to find out what's what, especially the Cowboys don't have Trayvon Diggs. But I don't think this year, compared to last year, we can say that it's a clear, clear, clear coaching advantage the way that Mike McCarthy's been able to call plays so far in the first couple of games for the Dallas Cowboys against the Giants and also the Jets. And I think that same thing is going to continue when they play the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. They'll be 3-0 like the but, San Francisco But here's what 49ers. I'll say about San Francisco when it comes to Dallas and comparing the two teams. What I've seen from San Francisco last night is that, you know what, we're the bullies. And Absolutely. if you're not tough enough, we're going to continue to push you around. Oh, they'll punch so, you in the mouth so, and keep so, punching you in the mouth. You're so right. So the physicality of San Francisco, that's been their DNA mm-hmm. for the longest. And I'm seeing on third and long, third and 11 plus, Kyle Shanahan saying, you know what? How often can these defenders get my guy down? And I'm betting on my guy, so I'm going to continue to call it until you, can, until you first show me that you can stop it. You're like the screen pass you call on third and 15 to Debo Samuel. It'll be in a 30-yard game. Yep. Most guys try to push that ball down the field. He said, if I get two blockers in front of the wide back, they call him a wide receiver running back, the wide back that's Debo Samuel, yep. we don't think you're man enough to try to get in his way or get in their way to take him down. They, went, they made a simple little pop screen pass to the left side, and they just bullied their way and got a 30-yard game. And that's the, the thing. Pass. When these two teams play on October 8th, and I, and I keep bringing it up because I, I don't want to wait. I want, damn it, I want to no see choice. it now. But I, we have to wait, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk about it now, Freddie. You can talk about it, but fall I, hasn't I, started yet. you got to relax. You're right. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I want to see the Dallas Cowboys defense and how they handle the run game of the mm. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And I know, Freddie, you said don't bring previous years into this, but that has been the thing. Like, the San Francisco 49ers are a physical football team. You know what they're going to do. Can you stop it? I like Mozzie Smith, the addition uh, to the defensive line of, of the Dallas Cowboys. Right. But I want to see October 8th, Sunday night. I'm going to have popcorn. Oh, I'm going to have pizza. Damn it, I'm eating, I'm eating terrible you're gonna that wait, night. You're going to wait. It's going to be a like, heck of a show. You're going to weigh that 400 pounds. You're going to be terrible like Charles Barkley. You eat all that food. Now, you know they call me Slim Jim. Yeah, but you're going to be Fat James. You eat all that food <laughs> between now for that whole thing. Dominic in Alabama, who is the best team in the NFL? We believe it's the 49ers. What say you, my friend? Freddie and Harry, man, how y'all doing? We're good, What's brother. Up, how are you? What's happy up, happy fall weekend to you, Dominic. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go with the two and O Atlanta Dirty Birds, baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Have you ever seen? Uh-oh. Have you ever seen a falcon eat a lion? Well, you finna see it this Sunday, baby. <laughs> you finna see it for the first time. 
You got B. John Robinson coming out the backfield. Wow. He shifted. He's only a rookie. Wow. You got Drake London. He caught his first pass last week. Desmond Ritter's only getting better. Tell him, Neat. Defense has improved. We finna shock the world, baby. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you allow the yeah, Douglas baby. household to call them to the show. I thought I told them to lose this number. Apparently, not anybody in the Douglas household has, has followed my lead to lose this number. Man, Man Dominique has – he has made my Friday calling in. Man, I'm about God. to be – you already – it's already I'm like on, I'm, I'm on what, – what's the stuff to amp people up? Crunk juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already like I'm on crunk what? juice. Yeah, you, you want that outcast reunion, don't you? Oh, for, man. For Big Boy and Dre 3000. You, you want that. It. Yeah, you, you better you, believe it. You want everybody – you want to get the band back together, don't you? Yes. And start singing Rosa Parks going down the street, yes. don't you? <laughs> yes. Yes, Dominic, thank you for calling on this Friday and making my day. Ah, ah. Oh, my goodness. Keep weighing in. Who is the best team in the NFL? Hit us up on the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We believe it's the San Francisco 49ers. What about you? At 888-729-3776. And another week for Zach Wilson as the Jets starting quarterback. But for how long? I just need to be smart with the ball. Yeah, Wolfie. That's next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius so X-Men Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker yours to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to your calls in about five minutes. Give or take a lie or two. Who's the best team in the NFL? We both believe. It is those bloodthirsty pirates called the San Francisco 49ers, but we can't wait to hear from you at 888-729-3776. Part of the Freddie and Harry hotline will get your calls in about five minutes. When it comes to the New York Jets, a lot of people thought they could have maybe had a chance to be one of the best teams in the NFL. Who? Jets? And then play for opening night, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles injury, out for the season, done, which means that Zach Wilson back in the lineup. Now, the second half of that game, not too shabby. Josh Allen helped a little bit from the Buffalo Bills. 
Last week, yuck and poo when it came to Zach Wilson. Three interceptions, less than 50% completions. This week, they're playing New England. Zach Wilson, what you got to do? I just need to be smart with the ball. You know, okay. Especially last time we played him at home. You know, a lot of them were just just dumb plays by me, and so I need to I need to play one play at a time, be efficient with the football, um, trust what I'm seeing, and and uh, and play ball. If I'm the New York Jets, Harry Douglas, here's the game plan for Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator. Just flip on the tape from last night with the San Francisco 49ers. Do that. Get the ball out of his hands quickly. The less he thinks the better it's going to be for your offense. you got to make it easier for him, Freddie. <laughs> yes. you, you do. You can't just, you know, say I'm going to have the game plan that we would normally have if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. We're going to have the game plan that we had for Zach Wilson when we went into Dallas, AT&T Stadium, Jerry's World, and think you're going to win this football game against the New England Patriots. They have a great defense as well. Absolutely. And one of the they things that we love about Bill Belichick is that he understands how to take your best thing away. So, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, you're going to have to be creative. You're going to have to be in that office. Even tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday, I don't know where the game is being played at. Is it in New York or it's is it in? MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, no. yes. You don't go home. You don't go home. All your meals are door dashed right to your office? Right to the office. <laughs> and you continuously stay up on things and figure out if right. something new comes up, hey, and it, and, 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 and things don't go as planned during the game, yeah. and you have something that come up late, hey, Guys, we're going to try something new. Let's try this at halftime. You're going to have to be on your P's and Q's as a play caller if you're Nathaniel Hackett because we know Bill Belichick and company is going to be on their P's and Q's from a defensive perspective Mm -hmm. when it comes to stopping you. And by the way, the New York Jets have lost 14 straight times to the New England Patriots. So it's not a question of if the Patriots believe. They know. They completely believe. But if you're the New York Jets, and we've heard all from the Jets, Harry, their belief, their faith, their trust in Zach Wilson. Well, you have to say those things because they said way too much of that. And I'm a very cynical person. When I hear too much of something like that, you're telling me the opposite of how you feel. You tell me the opposite of what you believe. Because you believe in somebody, you don't need to tell it. <laughs> you don't need to say a word. Right. You say, hey, that's our dude, and you move on with your lives. How many times this week we heard from Garrett Wilson, from Robert Sala, the head coach, Nathaniel Hack, the offensive coordinator, Mike Greenberger, Greeny on the get-up, anybody else trying to say, you know, we believe, we believe, I believe, I believe in Zach Wilson. The more you hear that from the church of the New York Jets, that means they already know they're on their, on their knees praying like Aretha Franklin, hoping that Zach Wilson does not show up the way we've seen Zach Wilson so far. I don't want to hear any more about trust and faith and belief. Damn it, show me, and not just Zach Wilson. Because to be fair, he's been placed in an unwinnable position by this organization. But now you got to find a way to figure this out. And if this continues on, if Zach Wilson goes out there and has another two, three interception game, hey, New York Jets, you cannot allow this to get to a game three or game four. You got to find a different solution because he will have shown once again he is not right and ready for your football team. Yeah, don't tell me Zach Wilson is the guy. Don't sell water to a well. I already got water. You don't have to sell me. I can see with my eyes. Man, I had I had a teacher, no no lie, middle school, man. She said, hey, don't tell me anything. Show me. This is show me world, baby. Don't tell me you're going to be better today in class, Harry. Show me. Otherwise, oh, you're going to have to write them sentences and bring them back. How much trouble were you in on a week-by-week basis? No, it, it wasn't because I, I was never a troubled Here child. Here comes the lie. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was never a troubled child. I didn't say you were a troubled child. I, I said how much pu- trouble I pushed, you in. I pushed the envelope. I, I, was the, I was the one that all, I always pushed the envelope, right? You? 
Really? Yeah. Oh, nah. yeah, I'm going to push that envelope. <laughs> no lie, man. I had one of my favorite teachers growing up is uh, Miss Sharon Reddick, and she just retired. She does uh-huh. a lot with my foundation now. Right. Um, I remember she told me one day, boy, you got silent lunch till the cows come home, till pigs fly. <laughs> I said to myself, well, damn, that ain't ever happening. I mean, I got silent lunch all year. <laughs> I, I got silent lunch all year. <laughs> See, right now, Jets fans are tired of hearing pigs flying. They've heard enough when it comes to Zach Wilson. Just like Miss Reddick heard enough of that with you and Pigs flying. Jets fans are feeling the same with like Miss Reddick. They're like, I'm tired of Harry being in trouble. I'm tired of Zach Wilson putting us in trouble. I want Pigs flying right now. She wanted to see that with you, and Jets fans want to see that with Zach Wilson. But Nathaniel Hackett has to be a major part and a major factor in this game. Aaron Rodgers is not walking through the door. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jets fans, it's not happening. He's hurt. He's out for the year. So for him. There have to there has to be creative ways for this offense to get a slight edge because you're not you're going into the game without an edge now, so you have to find ways. And I love watching Debo Samuel last night and and mm-hmm. and George Kittle with these motions outside to try to give the defense something else to you know turn their heads to and look into the balls being snapped. So now you got to think on the fly. Right. They have to be dynamic in their own way to figure out a way. I just need to be smart with the ball. Yeah, he needs to be smart with the ball. Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the Jets. Nathaniel Hackett is offensive coordinator. Got to be smart with that quarterback. If he's not able to do that, then Zach Wilson's not going to be smart with the ball, and then Pig's going to be flying all over the place like the Wizard of Oz. And Harry Douglas' teacher will maybe be nowhere to be found <laughs> as far as that goes. Hey, we used to have this saying, Freddie, we used to break things down. Hey, yeah. Party O three, party O me. One, two, three, party, right? Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's how the, the Patriots defense is feeling right now, well, knowing that they're about to play Zach Wilson. We'll put it this way. The Jets defense, they can look at Mac Jones and say, yeah, we know you've improved, but we'll see because I guarantee you the way they got embarrassed last week by a Cowboys offense that had them on skates, they want to make sure that's not going to be a back-to-back week thing when it comes to a pretty outstanding defense with the New York Jets. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Appreciate you joining us. And Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Back to YOU and your calls at 888-729-3776. We believe, we have trust, we have faith that the San Francisco 49ers right now as we get ready for week three in the NFL are the best team in the NFL. You can agree or disagree. I have a feeling there's going to be some disagreement at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Like Josh in California. Josh, what you got, my friend? Freddie and Harry, what's Boy, up, the baby? New and improved, the new and improved Barton Hahn and the Chris Carlin Canty Show. All right. I love it. Name checking. All right. <laughs> I don't know if they will, but we do. We'll carry on. <laughs> yeah. ah, heck, I, I, I listen to all four shows, and it's, it's great. I love Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Uh, you. guys, welcome to the radio field. Um, San Francisco is the best team in the NFL. You got little Joe and Brock Purdy. Joe Montana was drafted in the third round. Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. Some of all the top greatest quarterbacks that had poise, maturity, and everything were drafted in the late rounds, and that's what Brock Purdy is. No one wants to give Brock Purdy any flowers. That's fine because you just got to watch the kid play. He's mature. He's poised. He makes good decisions. He might make a bad decision, but he makes a good decision the next time around. So that's fine. Just watch. All these people that don't want – Brock Purdy to succeed. Mm-hmm. When he does, they're all going to be on him like stink on you know what. They're going to be on him like white on rice, baby. <laughs> Another Douglas family member calling the show based on Josh in California. And to his point, I don't think it's a case of so many people don't want him to succeed. They don't believe he has enough. They don't believe he has the stuff to succeed. And it has a lot to do with how he looks. 
He yeah. doesn't look the part. When you see a Patrick Mahomes in Kansas, in Kansas City, he looks the part. Trevor Lawrence looks the part with Jacksonville. Before Justin Fields had conversations with him and Oprah Winfrey, everybody in Chicago, he looked the part. You look at Brock Purdy and say, man, that guy does not look the part. Kyle Shanahan doesn't care. He knows what fits and how he can make that fit. And so far, so good for Brock Purdy in San Francisco. I hate that narrative, Freddie. I hate that narrative because just give me a guy that's going to put on his hard hat and bring that lunch pail, go to work, mm-hmm. and do what he's supposed to do. Right, no doubt I'll take about that it. guy any day, yeah, man. And, right now, at, and only at $945,000. Brock yeah. Purdy is not making any kind of money where he has to have a roommate in San Francisco. I know things in expensive San Francisco – when you make it nine hundred forty-five thousand, and you need a roommate, things are really expensive hey, in San Francisco. You know what else about San Francisco, man? They got some nice little, little, little spots that's great like, city, like hidden. Yeah, like you got to be little clubs. You got to be a member yeah. of the, the, the kind of clubs when you go and knock on the door. They don't have a name. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm talking <laughs> the about. The password is ack ack adak dak ack ack. Nice, some nice ones too. No nice doubt. one. Jason in Florida, we believe the Forty Nines are the best team in the NFL. Jason, what you got in Florida, my friend? Ah, uh, Freddie and Harry, dynamic duo back in the house. Kid and play, baby. Listen, all right, I'm a guy who's 49 fan. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying. I love it. I love it. Jason, you just became my new favorite caller. Continue. Ain't no hurt yes. nobody. <laughs> hurt nobody. Ain't nobody. There you go. Freddie, I've been hitting you up on LinkedIn a couple of times, man. You probably know who I am if you see my picture. But, yes, yo, all right, yes. so listen, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm a Niners fan from birth, 1980, because my father's a front runner, and you all know the 49ers won four Super Bowls. But I stick with them. I love my team. Right now, right now, we are the best team in football, but I've got my reservations about Purdy. So hear me out for a minute, okay? You guys watched the game last night. Yes. He's not throwing the ball downfield really well. Debo made a great catch, and so did Bell in the end zone. That was 50-50 balls, sure. okay? Now, you can't expect – maybe you can. McCaffrey and Debo to keep doing what they're doing, but eventually they're going to go down for a couple of games if they keep getting banged around like that. My point about Purdy is I like what he does within our offense, but if extra is expected out of him and we need to get the ball downfield, start using play action more, we're going to see better defenses like Dallas, and it ain't going to be easy. So what I'm saying is I'm cool with him right now, but he's got to get better if we're going to take that next step. There's no doubt because big plays are going to have to be made. And you can't be dumping the ball off on third and 12 and expect to pick up a first down every time. That was Uh, the Giants defense, man. No, no, no. Check this out. Let me tell you, though, Jason, there's also this thing called being smart and just taking what the defense give you. So if it's not there on third and 12, I don't mind dumping it off because I don't want want him making that stupid decision. And then next thing you know, he's in the boat that – um, Zach Wilson's been in mm-hmm. all by right? himself. So, so, sometimes a, yeah. a punt is is better than trying to force things in a turnover, and then now the 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 mindset of the entire team is different. Yeah, I hear what Jason is saying, and he makes a very valid point because you want your quarterback to be a dude when he has to be a dude, but you got to understand environment. Yep. When you got a defense like that, you got a run game like that, you got bloodthirsty pirates like that, including your play caller. You don't have to try to do too much. And that's why the Jets' game plan has to be the same thing as Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson can't protect himself or protect this Jets football team, then Nathaniel Hackett's got to do it the same way Kyle Shanahan has done it. He's protected Brock Hurt Purdy to the point that 310 yards, say, man, I didn't realize he threw for that much. He's not going to allow his quarterback to put his offense in peril and put his defense on the short field. That's what good and great head coaches do when it comes to what you have and understand that personnel. They've understood in San Francisco. We'll see the Jets can understand that on Sunday at home when they take on the New England Patriots. 
He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Keep weighing in. Who's the best team in the NFL at 888-729-3776. A big loss for the Dallas Cowboys, but it could be minimized, and that should scare any anti-Cowboys fan. We'll get to that. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. A little special request courtesy yes, of Shannon Penn, our producer. Just I thought you weren't doing karaoke today, Harry Douglas. Baby. I couldn't help it, Freddie. <laughs> I know you couldn't. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. It is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio with Rafael Sadiq, known as Harry Douglas. I'm just me, Timothy Christian Riley, known as Freddie Coleman. But the other member, Tony, 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 if we could have Travion Diggs be a part of it, we would be missing a member right now. Massive loss of the Dallas Cowboys. We all know the news from yesterday, Harry. Torn ACL, a Cowboys defense ranked number one in yards and points per game through the first two weeks. And according to NFL Next Gen Stats, Trevon Diggs had allowed just only three receptions for 31 yards on eight targets as the nearest defender in coverage. More numbers, even though I don't like the numbers, people are deaf. Quarterbacks have a 9.9 passer rating on throws when he was the nearest defender. How did the Cowboys find a way to sustain this defense without that? Well, it's not going to be easy because we're talking about a player in Trayvon Diggs that's instinctive, a playmaker, a ball hawk, a guy that takes uh, chances. But most importantly, Freddie, he's not afraid of the moment. The lights aren't too bright for him. He's a young man that played at the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. moved from wide receiver to the DB position. I was in this morning in my hotel room. I was watching highlights of him, right? on ESPN, right? and I'm looking at a lot of his interceptions, and I'm saying to myself, these are catches that wide receivers make. All hands. That, that he's yeah. picking balls. Like, he's picking us, these, these, these balls off from these quarterbacks and getting these interceptions and making these excellent, outstanding plays. But I, I know now for Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator, he's a guy that loves to play a lot of man coverage. And you had that luxury with Trayvon Diggs in the, in the backfield paired up with that pass rush because now you know – these offenses have to get the football out quick because Michael Parsons is coming. Now, for Dan Quinn, you're, you're going to have to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this? Right. Am I going to still do what we do as a, as a defense, as a team, mm-hmm. when I'm calling games, or am I going to let the foot off the gas pedal a little bit? And I, I, I'm, I'm going to bet towards he's going to continue to be aggressive. Right. And if, you know, an offense hits him for a big one on one of these backup corners, then he's going to say, okay, now we have to figure out how to adjust. What are we going to do differently um, at the moment? Uh, it's just it's just unfortunate because he's he's a dynamic player. One of the, he's, yeah. he's one I love watching, Freddie. One of the things about guys like that, because it can't be about just replacing his production. That's going to be next to impossible. The one thing that I've heard from Dallas over the last 24 hours is nothing, and that's a good thing. If you're an anti-Cowboys fan, that's the worst thing you need to hear. They have not talked about this, this. They just, look, we lost him to an ACL. It stinks, and that's been it. That means they're devising game plans right now. They're not trying to be this or be that. Dan Quinn's like, look, whatever we got to handle, we're going to handle. We're going to make it work. We still got enough dudes over here that can compensate for that. There are going to be some plays that are going to be made that were not going to be there before because you could look over that side of the field and say, can't go over there. There's a, that's a no-fly zone when it comes to Trevon Diggs. Now, if you believe that you can do that, Dan Quinn may have something for you, and it does not just begin and end with a guy like Micah Parsons. Dan Quinn did not get all these coaching interviews at the last season because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's going to figure out something, 
and the fact that we haven't heard anything from Jerry Jones or anybody else, that's a good thing for the Cowboys. It could be a bad thing for the NFL. No, I agree with you. And Dan Quinn is someone I had the utmost respect for because he's been a winner wherever he was at the University of Florida when he was at Mm -hmm. Seattle, when he was with the Atlanta Falcons, and now with the Dallas Cowboys and how he turned things around in Dallas when that defense was looking depleted a few years before he got there. And he's going to teach his guys always to be violent, run to the ball, attack the football, create turnovers, and I don't think that's going to change. Yeah, Bobby Amore, a.k.a. Big Bear Zoe, hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, HDUGS83, saying, don't worry about the Cowboys' defense so much. He says, Bland can play. We don't doubt Bland can play, but not like that. But he's got a D.C. that'll make sure it won't be maybe as magnified as people are going to think. We're going to talk to an FOS about the Cowboys' injury and all this non-love for Colorado this past week. This is Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.